Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are valuable and what you do matters. This is episode two. <laughs> I'm Shauna. I am Justin, and we do not edit these podcasts. <laughs> what you hear is what you hear. <laughs> How are you today? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. How are you? I am good. good. I am excited to be talking about today's topic. Yeah. Are you? Yes. You act kind of like not excited. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> no, we've talked about this is probably the most important thing. If you want to enjoy your children and not hate them when you're around them, you know what I mean? Like there's sometimes you're just like, oh, my kids, ugh. You know what I mean? Right, right. Am I the only one that feels that way? No, that was just a strong way of saying, I think at times I've experienced loving my children, but not really liking being around yes, them. Yes, exactly. Um, That's what I meant to say. I, yeah, I know, I know. So what are we talking about? So, cultivating a culture of thankfulness in your kids. Yeah. So, and we have a beautiful story to illustrate. Yeah, we have that. a beautiful story. This was Christmas. This happened just in December, right? Yeah. It was in December. It was December. So, we were driving to a town not too far away. We stopped. We had three of our kids, three of the six, like right? over an hour away. Yeah, hour, hour, fifteen minutes away. So, um, no big deal. We're going, hanging out, doing some family time. We have an important meeting. After, after our... And there was a little bit of stress. We had a medical appointment, and there were yeah, a few things that were already going on. So just to paint it accurately. Yeah, I forgot about that part. So, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, radiator, cracked radiator in the car. I noticed that car is smoking a little bit. I, <laughs> I pay attention to the car when it tells me things, <laughs> as opposed to some people in this room <laughs> who maybe don't pay. Anyway, so... Uh, I didn't know it was cracked. I thought it was a hose. Couldn't find the hose that was cracked. Anyway, long story short, I was not in a very good mood because we had a very important business meeting afterward, after our uh, lunch, I think it was. Right. I was not very happy. Um, turns out you got on the phone, some people you knew connected to, we had AAA, we got the car towed, and they worked on it. Not a big deal in the scheme of things. We had a friend who happened to be in the town where we were, and she was like, hey, y'all can borrow my Jeep. I'll ride home with my husband. So which that, was fantastic which was because we blessing. called Norma. every rental place, <laughs> yeah. and there were zero cars available. Yeah, yeah. So And Norma bailed us out with her Jeep. So anyway, my kids saw that I was not very happy about the whole situation. But at some point in that process... I began to say, you know what, guys, we, we got a lot to be thankful for. You know, I kind of took a deep breath and was like, well, let's just start talking about what we're thankful for. And it was crazy. I don't know if you felt it, honey, but it was like a shift for me going out of I'm a jerk mode, right? Daddy jerk mode. I got out of that. I was like, okay. And we turned out we had an awesome time. We ended up having <laughs> a really great day. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was good. Not the way I'd always like to travel, but... Right. Right. But it all worked out and we kept the focus on, wow, I'm so thankful that we have this contact that we can take the car to. Wow, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that we have AAA. Wow, I'm so thankful that we have people around us in our community. And so the focus was positive, even though we didn't know how we were going to navigate through the situation. Right, right. And it wasn't a big deal in the big scheme of things. Not a big deal. It's not like we would have to slept underneath a bridge or anything like that. Sleep right. Under a bridge, but. but it's those daily issues that come up yeah. that are really what increases the stress level for people. Right. And so especially if you're a dad or a husband and you figure out, hey, I'm becoming a jerk really quick. Like I have found if I can just get to a place where I can just start thinking of what I'm thankful for. 
Right. And so I think the big takeaway from this story is that the best way to cultivate a culture of thankfulness in your children is to model it for them. <laughs> yes. Just telling your kid, you better be thankful. <laughs> it's probably not reproducible on a daily basis. Right. And so I think that there is a very real issue, two parts. Um, one is that we're just seeing entitlement throughout our country and particularly in the younger generations. So what do you mean by that? Just that, like, I'm alive, so I deserve this, so everybody needs to do this for me kind of right, thing. Right, right. And it is rampant in, man, I just see it. I see it in my own self. Right. <laughs> and I see it in my kids. And it's like, that is not cool. It's not good. Right. And the other thing is, because, as we mentioned in the previous podcast, when we were talking about cultivating a culture of thankfulness within ourselves... It is something that is entirely internal. Mm. So a lot of times children are in situations that they don't have control of the external. They don't have control of what is happening or who is doing what, but they still have control of their own thought processes. So it's an excellent, excellent tool that we can teach our children that even in those times where there is a real problem and there is real stress, they still get to choose how they frame that. Yeah, and it's almost like, as you're talking, I almost got the picture, it's almost like giving them a steering wheel for their emotions <laughs> so they don't just crash off the off into the ravine and canyon, but you're teaching them how to steer their emotions where they're, you recognize your emotions, hey, this is what's going on, I'm not in a good place, I'm going to steer out of this skid. Right, right. And there are several ways, you know, obviously the most important I feel like is modeling it by the parents, Mm -hmm. but other ways that you can grow this and it's really a muscle. It has to be exercised, but then you get that muscle memory. So it just becomes a habit and a way of thinking for them. Mm -hmm. One thing that we've done, and we really started this, I feel like with our oldest kids, um, as a bedtime routine. That was just one thing before they went to bed. We wanted them to be in a positive mindset. And so they had to say one thing that they were thankful for. (laughs) And sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes it got ugly. Every one of our children at some point near toddlerhood was defiant and just, I'm not thankful for anything. And we had to go through the process of explaining that there are children who don't have a pillow tonight. There are children who don't have a bed. There are children who don't, aren't sleeping inside a house. And if you're not thankful for any of those things, maybe you should experiment and see what it's like to sleep outside in the cold on the pavement. And of course we didn't make any of our children do that, but they all had to have that experience um, of understanding that, they are living very comfortable lives. Right, extremely. And is it, I think we've learned it's so important that if our kids can't say at least one thing, not that they have to have a thankful heart, but they can't express at least one thing they're thankful for, they start to lose privileges that they love. <laughs> right, because it's just defiance at that point. There's yeah. so many things that they can say that they are thankful for. Um, but part of that, and it's another one of the tools, is exposing our children Sometimes we have the idea that we just want to keep them in this safe nest and we don't want them to know that the world is a dangerous place or a cruel place. But to tell them, you know what, there are children 
who don't get to go to school because they have to work. And when they don't work, they're treated very badly. Right. And so going ahead and exposing them, whether that's just explaining it like I did, whether that's taking them someplace, like we're going to go to a food pantry. We're going to drop you off. And <laughs> we're going to go together to a food pantry and we're going to stock cans and help. And you're going to have the opportunity to meet some people who don't know what they're going to eat tonight. And that's, you know, that's yeah. a huge exposure for a child. Right. And I do think, like you were saying, if you want to ruin your child, if you want to ruin your child and ruin generations, like don't expose them to suffering or anything hard. Right. Like you will just destroy them. It'll, it'll take some time. It'll take a few years, but you will destroy them. I'm very convinced of that. Because they'll just be like worthless cream puffs at Right, some point. right, right. But, you know, at the same time. So then it comes back to you want to, in a controlled, safe way, expose them to difficult things. Right. That make them go, wow, this is, we do have a good life. Yes. And another way we've been able to do that as a family is reading biographies. And there are even, you know, not just biographies for adults, but... There are stories that you can get that are written for children, mm -hmm. but it, you know, it talks about people who have taken care of orphans, people who have given of themselves, people who have fought in a war, and that meant they had to leave their family. You know, it's, it's all age appropriate, but still giving that exposure to your life is not the norm across right. the whole world. Right, exactly. And you just cultivate that. So what else do you do besides, we talked about bedtime when they're little. Um, what I like to do is when I get in the car with the kids, as I'm backing out of the drive, I try to, uh, pretty much now it's default now. It's like, what are you all thankful for? And it's just one thing around. There's usually, you know, there's usually, I mean, like when I say thankful for, sometimes it's not a deep, heartfelt, will father. <laughs> it's not that. It's like, I'm thankful for Legos. I'm thankful. But for them, that's a big deal. You right. know, they're thankful for something. Right. Um, what else? Can you well, think I think at mealtime too. Right, yeah, mealtime. Um, and that's what you started to talk about last time, and I kind of <laughs> you cut did you cut off. me off. <laughs> <laughs> but after we pray and while everybody's eating, we go around the table and we talk about generally one of two things: either what's one thing that you're thankful for today, or what was one thing that was really awesome about today that you want to share with the family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think now, too, with the older kids, I've noticed a couple of times, I've been like, if they're stuck, we talked about zooming in, and they're zoomed in like a camera would zoom in. They're so focused on that problem, and they're so agitated, that me saying, hey, you need to tell me something you're thankful for, would probably not be productive. But I can just say, hey, dude, I can see that you are really focused and you're really agitated it might be good for you to go outside and take a walk or to go, you know, because we have the property here. We're not just sending them out in the street. But right. <laughs> for those who don't know, we have a uh, – anyway, we have a, a trail that, that we walk. And so maybe you need to go for a walk. Maybe you need to play the guitar. Maybe you need to change up something so that you can zoom back away from that problem. And then, like, maybe an hour or two later, I'm like, hey – Where's such and such? And they're like, oh, I think he went out for a walk. It's like, oh, good. <laughs> you know? So right. he might, they're older, so I can't, like, expect them to respond necessarily immediately. But they understand, they're starting to understand how much that space of thankfulness really does just shift and change things. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, even with our children, I shared that I journal first thing about thankfulness. And as we're teaching our children to journal as part of their morning routine... Mm -hmm. 
that's one thing that they're doing too. So it's mm-hmm. just another time creating those habits as part of daily life mm-hmm. where we're focused on being thankful. Okay, so let's review real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so the most important key that we can think of right now for decreasing stress and increasing actually being in the presence of your children is to help them cultivate this culture of thankfulness. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thanks. Anything else? Nope. Nope. I'm going to say it. Okay, do it. <laughs> Thanks for taking time to tune in and hang out with us. Remember you're valuable and what you do matters to a lot of people. Okay, you're not alone. You can connect with us and lots of other people at the Less Stress Family Community. Community. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a general reading there. On Facebook and Instagram. Have a blessed day. Thank you.